Is faith meant to calm fear? In today's passage, the core issue is faith. The disciples' question reveal their fear. On what can they rely? All that seems sacred will crumble. What will be left? Throughout the Gospels, Jesus helps his followers to have eyes to see and ears to hear what is true and according to God's will. In today's scripture, Jesus continues to help his disciples look beyond appearances and trust God. What does it mean to have faith? What does it mean to believe? Faith has more to do with the heart than with the head. Faith involves trust. In today's gospel, our attention is directed to matters related to the end of the world. You and I are encouraged to pay attention to what's going on around us and to be prepared to be accountable to God for our choices individually and as a human family. When I pray, I usually begin with the words, Gracious God, these words provide a clue to how I relate to God. Grace lies at the core of the character of the God I worship and serve. Grace comes from the Greek word charis, which means favor or gift. God gives humans the ability to make choices, an ability God never withdraws, even when we choose to disobey him. Time and again, God gives humankind the gift of new beginnings. The call of Abraham, the exodus, reconstruction after the exile, the birth of Jesus, people made whole through his ministry of healing, lives transformed through his ministry of teaching, and his personal example, Lazarus raised from the dead, the passion, resurrection, the ascension, and Jesus' promise to return, the outpouring of the Spirit at Pentecost, and the kindling of a flame that has yet to be extinguished. The theme of God's steadfast love and faithfulness and the hope of those elements of God's character run through many of my favorite biblical stories. The prodigal son, the woman at the well, Peter's denial and subsequent restoration, Thomas, Paul's persecution of the church, conversion, and subsequent ministry. How do these elements of God's character inform my life and ministry? I believe they guide my way of being in the world and my way of relating to people. First, I try to respond to the grace God has extended to me by extending grace to others. Second, 
I believe God provides what is needed. I remember a patient's mother who had been struggling with the fear that she might not be present when her daughter dies, said to me, I realized something the other day. When my daughter dies, she will not be alone, even if no one is in the room. This is a statement of faith of God's provision. Third, I believe God's steadfast love is our salvation. Near the end of Revelation, the voice from heaven declares, Behold, I am making all things new. These three beliefs are grounded in a fourth. God loves me. Because I trust in God's steadfast love, I can have hope even when there seems to be no hope. Finally, I rely on God's grace to sustain me when I fail to live up to the beliefs I profess. Folks, to those who accept Christ's invitation to true life, there is light and hope amidst woeful realities. In Christ, the true and only light, each day becomes the beginning of the rest of our lives, not merely a day nearer a disastrous end of the world. Our present hills and valleys may offer modest and sometimes exceptional occasions to grow in faith, wisdom, and share in God's love. You and I can choose to walk in the light, or we can choose to surrender to hopeless darkness while dwelling on the signs of an unspecified end. We can accept today's imperfections as powerful motivators for the transformation of ourselves. People of St. Stephen's, we are invited to bring to Jesus our broken, hungry, confused, sick, faithful, hopeful, fearful, loving, seeking, unresolved selves. We are invited to offer all that we are, our light and beauty, our shadows and sorrows. We are invited to take the way of love that Jesus takes to f and find our salvation there. We do this knowing that our journey to the heart of the good news, the heart of God, is always only just beginning. How heavy is this glass? Somebody say something. Okay. <laughs> the weight of this glass does not matter. It depends on how long I hold it. If I hold it for a minute, it's not a problem. If I hold it for an hour, I'll have an ache in my arm. If I hold it for a day, my arm will be numb and paralyzed. In each case, the weight of the glass does not change, but the longer I hold it, the heavier it becomes. 
The stresses and worries in life are like this glass. Think about them for a while and nothing happens. Think about them a bit longer and they begin to hurt. And if you think about them all day long, you will feel paralyzed and incapable of doing anything. Remember, put the glass down. <laughs> let go, let God, and trust God. Perfect love cast out fear. The author of First John tells us God is love. God's perfect love overcomes fear and casts it out. Love holds us and sustains us regardless of what may come our way. Do not be anxious, you of little faith, says Jesus. Trust in God. Entrust your lives and all your concerns to God. Do not be afraid. Only believe and trust. God of hope, give us, in the midst of our trials, a sense of your purpose and a readiness to follow that your good news may be proclaimed through Christ our Lord. Amen.